You are listening to a sermon podcast from Kingdom City. We pray that over the next few moments, you will be blessed, equipped, and empowered to bring the reality of God to your world. City, welcome to church wherever you are. We're praying that you can feel the presence of God right in your home, in your room, watching on your device. Hopefully, you're watching with two or three people having a good time as you experience church. Pastor Mark is in quarantine because he'd been away traveling, and the laws of Australia said that he had to quarantine himself for 14 days. So he isn't able to join us physically on stage, but we're going to zoom into him now and have a conversation with him as him and I discuss what is vision in this season. So let's go to Pastor Mark. Hi, babe. Hello. Hi, hon. How are you feeling? Yeah, good. How's quarantine? Um, lonely. No, it's actually been, uh, it's, it's been a, I've never had anything like this before, but, you know, thousands around the world are going through this. So True. I had a couple of days where it was pretty full on and you felt the heaviness of um, isolation for sure. Yeah. But, you know, in the middle of that, I wrote a song, spent time with yeah. God. Uh, you know, it's it's been such a unique pause and a stop. And in a, yeah. in a way, the whole world's going through this. But uh, so I'm certainly no victim. And uh, so many others are going through so much worse. They've lost jobs. So, um, you know. I tell you, the biggest shift with quarantine for me is where theory actually becomes reality. We preach so much, we sing so much, we talk so much, and now it's actually reality. You know, you say, I've said for many times, you know, following God is not, a, is, you don't need to know where you're going, you just need to know who you're following, because the, the one who's leading knows where he's going. And that's all, it's a wonderful statement, but now it's true. We don't know where we're going, and only God knows where we're going, and so following God has gone from theory to reality. So much of the stuff, trust in God, you know, I'm going to sing in the middle of a storm. It's a great song to sing when you're in sunshine, but now we're actually in the middle of a storm. So I'm doing great. In a, in, a, in, a, in a weird way, I've enjoyed the break from not traveling, but actually uh, I'm looking forward to the world becoming whatever normal is after this is over. So in this current season in our world where everybody is in crisis mode and not looking forward, why is it so important to think and talk about vision? Do you want to explain to us uh, what's on your heart? Because today you've called it vision in this season. So share with us why vision in this season? Yeah, I don't see vision as some big lofty goal in terms of trying to, you know, like some sort of achievement. Vision is the ability to see. Without a vision, people perish. People are perishing now. And the people who are, who are without the virus will also perish if they can't see a future. Vision in this season is not about changing the vision personally or as a church. It's actually about the ability to see through the storm by God's grace, see what God sees. And really vision is about hope. You know, in a world of shutdown and lockdown and quarantine and isolation, the vision must look like, you know, there is a future. The sun is going to come up tomorrow. Something ahead of us awaits us. And we've got to be able to see through that. Some of the things change practically, how we navigate life and connection. What does connecting and equipping and empowering look like in this season? What does bringing the reality of God to our world look like when you can't even go out into the world? What all of this looks like needs context. And I think that's why vision in this season is really about giving hope to every person that's wondering what's happening to us, what's happening to our world, what's happening to how we do life. And it's very important we know, don't just see in the storm, but we see through it. So what does vision look like in this season? You know, I've tried to distill it down into a few simple things, which honestly, um, 
I hope it helps and encourages everybody, whether you're from Kingdom City, whether you're just online, whether you're watching from wherever you're watching at. Uh, in this season, there's sort of four, I guess, cornerstones of thought and principles that are huge. Number one, we have to meditate on God's word. We have to meditate on God's word. You know, when we said that this year the theme was going to be the word, I remember about October last year, or even September, uh, September, when we're in the middle of revival and amazing things are happening and the whole sense of momentum was there and the word seemed almost uh, anticlimactic. Like, what the word? Like, I mean, the word is the Bible. It's eternal. It's living. It's powerful. It's a sword. It can change lives. I get that. We get that. But, you know, uh, where do you go from revival? You know, and yet God knew what we we're going to go through. God knew what the world was going to go through. And in an ever-changing world that changes daily, the only thing that changes not is the word. The Bible says heaven and earth will pass away, but my word remains forever. Little did we know, I didn't know, nobody knew that we'd need an anchor that holds the soul. And I think people are clinging to God and his word more than ever before. And boy, do we need to. It's the only thing that's not changing. It's the only thing that's above and beyond any circumstance that any any nation faces. So I think the meditating on God's word is huge. I also want to say about meditating on God's word, um, you know, we've got to read the news, but we've got to meditate on the word. There's, I think, sometimes a danger where we can meditate on the news and barely read the word. See, what you meditate on becomes your passion, your focus, and your, and your obsession. Uh, we've got to stay abreast of all the changes and what's, you know, going on from place to place, uh, from time to time. But I think we have to actually learn how to meditate on God's word. And that's uh, such a key in this time. The second thing is we've got to create an atmosphere. Create an atmosphere means there's an intentionality that each person needs to own and take responsibility for this atmosphere. Why? Because in our homes now, whether you're in isolation or we're just in various forms of lockdown all around the world, uh, you know, and things are going to change weekly and fortnightly and maybe monthly. But the atmosphere pervading is one of obviously fear, panic, uh, you know, loss, sadness, heaviness. And so all the more we need to intentionally create an atmosphere. See, when the Holy Spirit is resident in you, the fruits of the Spirit are love and joy and peace. They don't disappear. The Holy Spirit's not scared of COVID-19. And so the reality is while we're navigating our world situation, we have to ensure we create an atmosphere. You can't just let the existing atmosphere dictate how you feel, how you respond, and how you deal. And so put worship music around your house, you know, Join us with prayer when we're on Insta Live and we're doing things like that. Be involved, engage with whatever's going on that will actually create hope, that'll create faith, that'll create love, that'll even create joy, you know, even humor and having some fun and doing whatever you got to do to make sure you as a family member in your household, as a person, create an atmosphere. Meditate on God's word, but create an atmosphere. See, an atmosphere is the environment in which things grow. And it's like a greenhouse. That's why we call it a greenhouse. Creating an atmosphere in your home, around your own life. And it's a challenge. Let's be honest. Uh, more of the flesh will come out. More of the stress will come out. You know, people are in homes and you're hearing stories of how domestic violence is on the increase, even though crime on the outside is on the decrease. People are not outside, but there's more challenge on the inside. You know, uh, it's a good time potentially for families, but it could, it could potentially be a bad time for families if it starts to fray. So the reality of creating an atmosphere becomes an intentional responsibility we need to take. Vision in the season looks like, number one, meditating on God's word. Number two, creating an atmosphere. And number three, I've called it establish your two or three. Establish your two or three. Now, I'm trying to be careful with the language because I know, obviously, we're talking about social distancing and what's appropriate, but everybody needs their two or three. And even if in some countries, which I know in Australia and Malaysia right now, you literally can't even leave the house or you're certainly not encouraged to, your two or three may be your housemates, might be your family, but you've got 
to have two or three. You've got to have two or three. Sometimes it's, it's, it's only online. If you're by yourself in quarantine or you live in your own space with nobody around you, you still need your two or three. And despite the restrictions, I want to encourage you, don't look at that as a shutting down of your inability to connect. We must stay connected within the safe parameters that have been given to us. Establish your two or three. We know the Bible is filled with promises where two or three gather. He sent them out two by two when two or three agree. There's so much in the word of God locked up when one joins another. So even when it comes to, you know, watching the services online or engaging with what God's doing, don't do it alone. Engage with someone else, even if it's your family, your housemate, your friend. Let's make sure we have two or three. And vision in this season means I, I go deeper with my two or three. And uh, we, we will reestablish that once it's gone. And number four, uh, the last thing is this, is, this is so simple and practical, but I think it's so important in this season. It's bless others daily. Bless others daily. I think it's so easy to get down and feel my life is so hard, my life is so bad. And ask, everybody's doing it tough in a different way. But I can promise you, no matter how bad you're going through it, someone's going through something worse. And really the ability to keep an external focus in a very internal quarantine season is one of the keys to hope and vision. It's like having a dark prison cell and then someone puts a window in your wall and you looking out actually lets the light in. It's so important in this season we look out so that the light can actually come in. When we bless another, we're actually helping ourselves, pull ourselves out of our situation. You know, I've heard people far more respected than me say that one of the best ways to handle depression is to actually help someone else. Uh, certainly in the early stages, there's something about looking outside yourself that breaks you out of your internal world of how hard it is for me and for you. So these are the four simple thoughts around it, you know, meditate on God's word, create an atmosphere through prayer, through worship, even use quarantine in a good way to guard out the conversations and the voices that would normally bother you. You know, that annoying voice is trying to get into, into your life. Sorry, I'm on quarantine. Sorry, uh, the connection's bad. Okay, I'm joking. But, you know, do whatever you got to do to guard your atmosphere. Create an atmosphere, establish your two or three, and bless others daily. Well, what does vision look like practically in regards to Kingdom City? I know that globally you've been strategizing with the team and you've come up with some exciting new things to just keep Kingdom City connected. Do you want to share with us those things now? Large part of our world is moving online as it is everywhere else in the world. Our gatherings are going online. So right now there's people from all sorts of nations joining us in, uh, from Asia, from Africa, from Australia, from Europe, from North and South America, literally around the world. There are many nations and people joining us in. And so whether you're officially part of Kingdom City or not, you're family. In this season, we're all family and everybody's welcome. Uh, one of the areas that is an absolute focus for us as a church is connect groups. Now, if you're disconnected, I know you're engaged in the service this morning and I'm so glad, uh, or wherever you are, but one of the things we're doing is moving our connects online. A lot of countries we're in, they cannot even gather in homes. I know there are some countries you can, and if you can, and your government recommends or allows, do whatever you can to keep your connection. But where we can, we have to do the morally and socially responsible thing. And I think moving connects online is such an exciting thing. Not only is your connect leader potentially taking your connect group online, but we've also created in the alternate week where we normally don't run connects, We've got, I think, 57, maybe more connects that are online connects. We call them online connects. And so our pastors are actually leading connects. I think, Annie, you're leading a connect. Yep. There's 
Pastor Mervyn, Pastor David, you know, Pastor Blake, I mean, all the pastors, Mark, Lassie, John O'Deal, Julian, you know, Bruce, all our pastors, Sean, Paul, you name it, some of our worship pastors, Andrew in Singapore, uh, you know, John in London, Jai in Dubai, all our pastors globally are leading Connect. Now, if you've always wanted to be in their Connect, you can join. It doesn't matter which city you're in, which country you're in. If you've always wanted to be in David Storer's Connect, now's your chance. If you've always wanted to be in Jemima's Connect, now's your chance. If you've always wanted to be in Phil Ayer's Connect, now's your chance. If you've always wanted to be in Matt Fielder's Connect, now is your chance. So there's going to be a range there. All you need to do is click on Online Connects below. All, they'll all come up, and it's at varying times during the week. So it takes into account time zones, depending where you're at. Just find the one that works for you. Click on, and what we'll do is in less than an hour, we watch the, the little video quickly, and then the pastor leads a discussion, and there's online chat, and he engages with you. It is incredible. And you're like, well, no, I'm not going to make it. There's more than 10. This allows you to have up to a 1,000 people on a connect. And so it really means you engage with them. You still have as good a connect experience as we can possibly have in this season and with some of the pastors that maybe you've always wanted to hear from and talk to. That's awesome. Connects anytime, anywhere. That is going to be amazing. What else do we have planned? Exciting things for all our family at Kingdom City. And the other thing that I think is going to be so exciting is apologies again to anybody who had struggles with the online experience last week, but we've now strategized and reorganized the entire way we're doing it. You're on this because you've been on our website, and if you're familiar with our website, you'll see it's got a brand new look, and now everything is more accessible. The messages in Mandarin, in Thai, in Khmer, in Bahasa are all there. You've got an amazing kids program weekly, a youth program weekly, and church. So really, the, the phrase we're using in this season is anytime, anywhere, for anyone. So really, anyone, anytime, anywhere can access that week's service. Now, after seven days, it will go into uh, YouTube and then eventually into Kingdom City Plus, which I'll explain in a minute. But really, the accessibility is unprecedented. So please, evangelism in this season is sharing. Sharing links, sharing likes. I mean, you're always nervous about witnessing to someone. All you need to do is press share, share on YouTube. Can I encourage everybody globally? Can you just subscribe to our YouTube? It'll keep you connected with what's going on. And what it does is when you see something, just share it. A kids program that'll help your neighbor's kids or youth program that you know will help someone who's struggling with their teenager. Everybody's in homes. So just understand in this season, tensions in the house are going to rise. Kids are going to need their programs. Youth are going to need their programs. And main church can be shared and sent through Facebook, through YouTube. It's more accessible, more available. You won't have streamed issues. And uh, I'm really excited about making that content available and widespread globally. So you've got the online connect. You've got church anytime for anyone, anywhere. And then the third one is Kingdom City Plus. Kingdom City Plus is basically the incredible storehouse yeah. of all the amazing content Great. that has gone before us that we've got recorded. Yeah. You've got incredible sermons and series and teaching packages from Pastor David, Pastor Mervyn, uh, our conference stuff, previous sermons, yeah. kids, youth, worship, Everything we have and everything we're going to do is going to go into Kingdom City Plus. On your website, if you just click on Kingdom City Plus, you'll see that'll take you straight. And this is a subscription model, a bit like Netflix. Yeah. And in this season, this will really help uh, our reach. You know, the, I guess if there's a phrase for this season, it's to reach the lost and right. to connect the found. Yeah. 
Online is the way we do it. How do we be the church when we can't go to church? Well, this is sort of what it's going to look like in this season. Online connects, church services for kids, youth, and adults, anytime, anyone, anywhere. But Kingdom City Plus, can I encourage you, especially if you're not, uh, if you're, especially if you're able to, three US dollars a month, and it will give you access to unlimited content for all that we're going to do. You know, Netflix, I think, charges seven, eight, nine, whatever it is. The other platforms, this is how it's more available. So you don't pay for individual things. It's just a three US dollar a month subscription. The first month is free. So can I encourage you? If Here's what the altar call looks like today. Uh, share this message. Share whatever you want to share with as many people as you can. It's a great way to do evangelism without having to actually get into someone's house and share what God is doing. Second thing is go onto YouTube and subscribe. It's only one channel now. There's no kids channel, no youth channel, no adults channel. There's one Kingdom City channel, but all of it is accessible on there. And then thirdly, if you if you can afford three US dollars a month, please go on there and subscribe to Kingdom City Plus. And really, it's our way of making sure we're giving you all the tools to create an atmosphere, to meditate on God's Word. And can I also also encourage you, and whether you're watching this alone behind a laptop, a device, or you're with your family or with a few or with a group, whatever it is, establish your two or three. Establish your two or three. So even when it's time to watch church, you know, we found a stat last week that the average time that people watched the service last week was 12 minutes and partly because of the difficulties we had but really even me when I'm by myself and I'm watching a video I'll skip I'll fast forward I'll do what I feel like but when I'm watching with you hun for example you know I can't just skip you like you don't skip what are you doing and so or I'll say don't skip what are you doing and and really when there's two or three in the room there's a sensitivity there's a buy-in there's a lean-in and so just as a matter of discipline as a household as a family go to church every Sunday and let the kids do their thing, sit with them. When the youth do their thing, sit with them if they will allow you. And as a, as a family, as adults, do it in two or threes. And I can promise you it will engage your faith more naturally because all of us like humans, we are genuinely prone to a distraction and prone to anything that'll get in the way. I also want to say, finally, let's not make every strategy in this season online. Can we also not forget that even though we can't see each other face to face, you can still pick up the phone and call. You can still play a board game with your kids. Not everything has to be online. I encourage you to, you know, uh, do something that actually takes your headspace off it or we'll have a new pandemic after this pandemic is done. It'll be an online addiction that literally has no, uh, you know, no, no outlet for some. You know, some people, the gamers, I think, are loving this season because they can sort of save the world by sitting at their home and just doing nothing. So, you know, there's genuinely an option for people to get too addicted in this season. Let's make sure we have within the confines of what's permitted, offline encouragement, offline sharing, offline engagement at some level as well, where possible. So uh, that, that that's really our, our strategy. Well, you've been really busy during this quarantine time strategizing. You're also exercising and uh, keeping healthy. It's quite uh, amazing to watch you. But do you have any final words that you want to leave with us? Uh, look, this is the greatest challenge we have ever had. Certainly in my lifetime, not only personally, not only our church, but I think the world in our lifetime, in our grandparents' lifetime, we had stories of wars that we can't even relate to. But in our era, this is the greatest challenge we've had. And it is true that we all believe that in every challenge, there's always an opportunity. So if this is the greatest challenge we've had, I actually believe with faith, this is the greatest opportunity we've ever had. We have more opportunity. I believe God 
Underneath all this chaos is helping awaken the church like never before, awakening believers like never before, connecting us in ways and sharpening in a way the ability to reach the lost and connect the found like never before. So I want to encourage you, no matter what challenge you're going through, weekly I'm leading prayer meetings, you know, as a lot of our pastors globally are doing things. Keep your faith high. If you can meditate on God's word, create an atmosphere, establish your two or three and bless another daily. Do something, write a note to an elder person, pray for someone, you know, encourage someone. If you have the means financially, bless someone who's lost their job or going through a hard time. If we can just do these four simple things practically, it keeps us connected, equipped and empowered in this season. And believe it or not, we are bringing the reality of God to our world from our very own lounge room. So I wanna thank you for staying in faith. I wanna thank you that for those of you who've been faithful with your giving, you know, bless another daily thinking outside just staying faithful with your giving thank you for all of you who are part of our family who online i mean everything has gone online connect has gone online church has gone online giving is online it's always been online i know honey that's how you and i give and the majority of our church globally give online so i want to encourage those of you who can make sure you remain faithful to god and his house in that area but there is hope i want to close by saying that there is a hope god is not only for you maybe you don't know god maybe you don't know anything about him i want to tell you he knows you you are not alone alone no matter how isolated you are. You are not by yourself no matter how quarantined you are. You are not without a future no matter how much has changed in your present. God is for you. We love you. And I want you to stay in faith, stay engaged with all that God is doing. And we're believing that God still has an incredible future for you and for all of us. Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you have never entered into a relationship with Jesus, we want you to know that He loves you very much so much that He died on the cross for all of your sins that stood between you and God. If you would like to make a decision to follow Jesus today, all you need to do is to repeat this prayer. Dear God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I admit that I'm not right with you and I want to be right with you. I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. I believe with my heart and confess with my mouth that Jesus is the Lord and Savior of my life. Thank you for saving me and making me your child. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, or if God has done anything in your life because of this podcast, we would love to know. Email us at testimony at kingdomcity.com.